This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on-air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpit.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian Perspective on the News. It's a Friday. Dr. Peter Hammond is standing by. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. And here he is. Good morning, Dr. Hammond. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Hammond. What have you got for us on Christian Perspective this morning? Well, I'm sure a lot of people are thinking about the Nancy Pelosi visit to Taiwan and China's throwing all their toys out the cot Mm -hmm. and uh, overreaction of the century. And uh, also about uh, what on earth is going on in America where Mm -hmm. it seems that it's becoming like a banana republic where an ex-president can even get a massive police raid for something that is apparently about some document that should be in the archives, which, uh, you know, honestly, when you're heading towards elections as they are, they're just about 90 days away from the midterm elections and things like this reek of politics. And we know things like this happen in banana republics and dictatorships where you weaponize your justice department against your political opponents and enemies. But uh, one doesn't expect this in a country that's meant to be free, democratic and all of that. The scripture says that they are uh, those who are the the kings of the earth, they lord it over one another, and they call themselves bit factors, but you are not to be like that. In fact, the greatest amongst you should be like the servant. Mm. And uh, uh, the Lord uh, gives this principle in Luke 22, 25 to 26, the kings of the earth lord it over them and exercise authority of them, calling themselves benefactors. But you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest amongst you should be like the youngest and the one who rules like the one who serves. And to serve and protect is a biblical principle. Officials in civil governments are called ministers or deacons, servants of God in Romans 13 and 1 Peter 2. So the very concept that civil government is to be a servant of its citizens is a uniquely Christian idea that originates from these verses. Hence the term prime minister as the first servant. And it is deeply disturbing when you can see abuse of government for political ends. And uh, why is there so much hostility against uh, Donald Trump, for example, who, after all, was very successful on the economic side in particular. In fact, he not only made America energy independent and had the lowest unemployment that they had in generations, and a whole lot of good positives on the economic side. And right now, America's in some economic chaos. Mm. Uh, but I think what many people might be missing and why there's so much hostility for Donald Trump, whether you like him or not, he publicly stated over and over that America should not be involved in these foolish, unnecessary, no-win foreign wars. And America should bring their troops home. It may surprise people to know that American troops are actually in 160 countries in the world. Wow. There's only about 220 Uh, So that's quite bizarre. But Donald Trump stated in his 2016 campaign for the presidency that America had foolishly wasted over $7 trillion on these 
uh, wars against terrorists, so-called, in the Middle East since 9-11 in 2001. And he was attacked at that time, you know, what an exaggeration, don't be ridiculous, couldn't have possibly cost $7 trillion. Well, the stats are out. In fact, um, according to Global Possibilities, Hidden Cost of America's Wars and Brown University Studies, uh, they have discovered uh, and documented how America spent over $8 trillion in the Middle East on those useless, no-win, worthless wars, which cost um, over 14,000 American soldiers uh, died in it, and over 900,000 people in the Middle East, Afghanis, Iraqis, Pakistanis, died uh, from America's wars on terror. Now, you know, when people are condemning Russia for war in Ukraine, just bear in mind America's wars against Afghanistan, Iraq, and <laughs> Libya and Syria and, mm. and many other countries in the Middle East, and it cost a fortune. Now, uh, just to understand that there are people who say, and I, th I certainly think there's a lot of evidence of this, that the deep state, the swamp in America, uh, seems to be war incorporated. And uh, uh, the cost of war project at Brown University uh, in, Rhodes, uh, in uh, Rhode Island uh, Brown University has documented under the Watson Institute for International Public Affairs that America's involvement in wars, they've, they've documented, it's absolutely staggering. Uh, the Spanish-American War uh, in the 1890s was over $10 billion. Uh, the Persian Gulf War in our lifetime was $116 billion. World War I cost $381 billion. The Korean War, $398 billion. The Vietnam War, over $843 billion. The uh, Second World War was over $4.69 trillion. And I don't think people comprehend just how much that cost at America. That was 40% of their gross domestic product. 40% wow. of the GDP of America was wasted on the Second World War, which succeeded in saving the Soviet Union and enabling Stalin, the worst mass murdering dictator, to massively increases territory, put the whole of Eastern Europe under his uh, control and, and shortly afterwards raped China. And you just think of the terrible things that have come out. In fact, can one think of anything good that's come out of many of these worthless, no-win foreign wars? Um, I've had Americans say to me, you know, they hate us because we're free. And I said, that's nonsense. The Swiss are free. Nobody hates Switzerland. It's because you bomb people. If you'd stop bombing people, people wouldn't hate you so much. It just... You know, mind your own business and stand of other people's affairs and stop having regime changes and assassinations and sponsoring coup d'etats like the 2014 coup d'etat that America sponsored to overthrow the democratically elected governments in Ukraine and impose one of the most corrupt regimes around the world, which now leads the world not only in human trafficking and in uh, biological warfare, uh, but also in corruption. Uh, they've got more biological warfare laboratories on the soil of Ukraine, and more Ukrainians are into are trafficked into human trafficking than from any other country. So when you put all this together in the Biden family White House links with corruption in Ukraine, it's very hard not to get very cynical. It's so important to also always ask who benefits. Now, why did the American Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, choose to visit Taiwan at this time? Now, I fully support Taiwan's right to be free. Who wouldn't want to be free of one of the worst mass murdering dictatorships on the planet? Red China is a tyrannical government and they use slave labor. And there's a lot of reasons why 
a free, industrious country like Taiwan would not want to give up their freedoms and be under the Communist Party of China. Uh, so obviously we support China's, uh, the Republic of China, free China, Taiwan's right to be free of red China. However, why did the American Speaker of the House, the third in line, so to speak, to the presidency after the vice president, why would she choose to visit Taiwan at this time? Well, there's always the point of who benefits. Well, the United States of America certainly doesn't benefit, and the poor people in Taiwan certainly doesn't benefit. Nancy Pelosi's family benefits to the tune of tens of millions of dollars of personal investments and in companies and in Taiwan, and there's a lot of insider trading. There's no doubt that uh, this is probably more about personal business than anything else. Uh, but red China benefits the most because President Xi or dictator Xi of China is in a very difficult position. His economy is in a very bad state and there's challenges to his leadership of the Communist Party. And right now he's wanting a third term. Now, they don't have free elections in China, but the Communist Party does choose their chairman and they're heading into one of those situations where uh, the Communist Party is deciding whether to give Chairman Xi another uh, term. And uh, while he is a dictator, the one-party state does have control of their chairman to, or president to some extent. Nevertheless, the only person to benefit really is President Xi, so-called president of Red China, the Red Chinese so-called People's Liberation Army, who haven't liberated anyone, but uh, they'd want to oppress the people of China and crush the poor people in Tibet and uh, crush the protesters in Hong Kong and so on. Uh, they have benefited tremendously, and the Red Chinese have been given a, an excuse to ramp up their talk of incorporating Taiwan peacefully by bullying or by massive invasion. Um, they've, they've made all of those threats. And uh, uh, at this moment, the Speaker of the House of the United States may have got to moments of fame uh, with a week of media focus, and her husband may have benefited uh, financially. But the people of Taiwan are the ones who are going to bear the brunt of the economic sanctions, the tremendous pressure, the psychological warfare, and, and possibly even the real uh, violent warfare that may follow in the train of this. So here we've got these newspaper headlines um, right on President Trump's uh, home, unprecedented in the history of the United States, that a, that a previous president should be treated to such a humiliation like he's some kind of drug lord. You know, where was the FBI uh, during uh, the BLM riots, burning down uh, whole uh, shopping malls all over the city and so on? And uh, where were they with the Hunter Biden laptop and drugs and firearm things and where they were so many different crimes, but to be just harassing somebody who they could have just asked, you know, could you give us this document or so on. It didn't need to be done with a raid with 30 different uh, FBI agents and 20 vehicles and uh, heavy armed people and the lawyer being refused entry and uh, the uh, even uh, the security cameras in Mar-a-Lago being asked to be switched off while the FBI raiding it. I mean, why would they request that there's no legal reason? But this is abuse. Who benefits? What's the real issue? Well, it seems Donald Trump not supporting foreign wars. He's the only president in America in the last 85 years who didn't start a foreign war. And uh, perhaps this is the thing uh, that he's a threat to the military-industrial complex of America who wants lots of foreign wars. And again, maybe Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan has just escalated the need for the arms race. 
and more and more weapons. And so when we look mm. at so much of the news, remember what is the story behind the story and who benefits. That's the voice of Dr. Peter Hammond, the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Stay warm and dry, and we'll connect again next week. Thanks so much, Dr. Hammond. Thank you, Brad. God bless. 729 Breakfast. Get up and go. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.